Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Suzanne Colucci, and here are today's top local stories. Eight people are hurt, two of them critically at this hour after a man driving a U-Haul truck went on a violent rampage through Brooklyn, driving right up onto the sidewalk in Bay Ridge today at about 10 in the morning after slamming into several pedestrians and taking police on a miles-long pursuit. The NYPD was able to pin the careening truck against a building and take that driver into custody right near the entrance to a tunnel leading from Brooklyn into Manhattan. Authorities are rushing to the scene to make sure that truck did not contain explosives. The NYPD held a press conference just a short time ago. Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell making this clear. At this time, we have no indication that there is any terrorism involvement in this incident. However, as always, we will continue to investigate this incident with the full resources of the NYPD and our partners. Mayor Eric Adams saying there are no additional credible threats at this time. Governor Hochul tweeting that she, too, has been briefed on the developing situation in Brooklyn, adding my team is coordinating with state police and the NYPD. Now, one officer is among the eight hurt. We learned we did not learn the extent of that officer's injuries. Do stay with 1010 Winds for continuing updates throughout the afternoon on this developing story. Now, a Manhattan jury is reconvening today over a somewhat similar case to decide whether Seifulo Saipov should get the death penalty for a 2017 bike path attack. Prosecutors making a strong case that he deserves it for taking eight lives when he drove a truck onto the Hudson River path intentionally, mowing down a bicyclist on Halloween. The death sentence is extraordinarily rare in New York, which hasn't had an execution in 60 years. The same jury that found Saipov guilty last month must unanimously vote for death. Otherwise, he will spend the rest of his life in prison. Remote work is costing the island of Manhattan more than $12 billion with a B a year. That's according to a finding out of Bloomberg, which discovered workers are spending about 30 percent less time in the office since the pandemic, dramatically cutting what they spend near the office on food and entertainment. And that's amounting to nearly $4,700 less per person. Two firefighters were hurt battling raging flames at a home in the Bronx, spreading fast to three other buildings in the Van Nest section. It took 140 firefighters to battle these huge flames pouring out of these two-story homes on Wallace Avenue. Four of them impacted. From what I can see, it looks like three are wiped out, including Jasmine Fusco's family. She was woken up, a husband yelling fire. When you hear those words, you don't know what to do, but try to react quickly. I'm like, let me just quickly get dressed. I hear running upstairs. My husband let my mother know, like, hey, there's a fire in the house because she's in the top floor. And the fire was coming from the next door's neighbor's backyard, and it started spreading on to ours. Two firefighters suffered minor injuries. The Red Cross on scene. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM. The Van Ness section of the Bronx. New York City's third legal weed dispensary is now open for business in Union Square. The dispensary on East 13th Street is called the Union Square Travel Agency, a cannabis store. At its first customer was Terrence Coffey, co-founder of the Cannabis Justice Equity Initiative and NYU professor. I'm a representation of that community that historically has been marginalized 
in opportunities like this. In and out of prison, Coffee finally found a path forward with the Doe Fund's Ready, Willing and Able program, who will receive half of the proceeds of every sale at this dispensary, says interim president John McDonald. We will be able to take those profits and they will be able to go into the pockets of the people we serve directly. It will go towards helping outcomes. It will go towards improving the programs that we run. The opening comes as the city continues to crack down on shops illegally selling marijuana. Authorities estimate there are about 1,400 in the city without a license. Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Union Square. An Italian restaurant in New Jersey is saying leave your kids at home, not just on Valentine's Day every day. Nettie's House of Spaghetti in Tinton Falls, New Jersey is banning children under 10. The restaurant made the announcement in a Facebook post saying they didn't come to the decision lightly, but cited the noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, having to clean up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around the restaurant. Naturally, it's sparking a whole lot of mixed reactions. One person writing, fantastic idea, kids are out of control and most parents are oblivious. Another posted, with a well-behaved nine-year-old, I'm not welcome. That That's just sad. There is an update on Flacco, the owl who escaped his enclosure at the Central Park Zoo. The Eurasian eagle, owl, is now hunting for food on his own. That's good news for the zookeepers, fearing he might not know how to do it. The Central Park Zoo is saying we observed him successfully hunting, catching, and consuming prey, adding we will continue to monitor him and look to recover Flacco when the situation is right. The NYPD, meantime, is still looking for whoever vandalized the owl's enclosure, causing him to to escape back on February 2nd. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.